And welcome to the Heart of the Pit for another week. This is Ev. This is Eads. And it's us sweaty again. Fuck, Plenty it sweaty is balls. horrible. While our Americans, our American listeners and friends are uh, freezing, they're freaking fucking tits frozen. Up. I'm sitting here with swamp ass. My fucking air conditioner bit the dust this week. It, I'm it's sure just, you could get that fixed tomorrow, right? Seven weeks. Seven weeks. Seven there fucking weeks. No, nah, that's, um, that's, that's brutal, mate. That's brutal. It's... It, I just wanted it to get through summer, and then I've got a new system I'm going to have installed mid-year. I'm like, let's just get past the worst of it. No, no one could inst- could technically install one. I think you I'm looking at June now. Brisket inside your house. Oh man, the day I came home and the compressor had shit itself, and I left the aircon on all day. I, I fucking, I absolutely could have cooked something low and slow. Yeah. Holy fuck, my lounge room was like a sauna. <laughs> I walked in, I was like, the fuck is this? I swear I left the aircon on. Looked at the remote and I was like, it's, it's got the frost symbol, so I'm like, I'm on, I'm on the right, I'm on the right fucking path. I'm set at 22 degrees Celsius. I'm like, hmm, this should be pretty, pretty chilled. Let's have a fucking geezer and cha- change it to fan setting. Okay, that's just blowing out air now. That's better than the what, warm air. Back to chill, still blowing out warm air. I'm like, fuck, I blown out the compressor. Fuck it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with sweaty balls. I've got like a half dozen fans in my lounge room at the moment. Just sifting warm air and it's just gross man so the first time in the history of the chaos cave it is cooler here man (laughs) this is unreal i'm loving it tonight bells at home in the sweat box i love my bell but yeah i'm I'm loving it here even more with 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 evan drinking a beer oh it's the best should be super jelly and brody who was like vocal before and i don't know if you guys heard it you you could just curl up on the beanbag and go to sleep there Hey, uh, I don't know if she'd be, get pissed off, but that's a pretty tempting offer, actually, considering the amount of shitty sleep I've had this week. So maybe, maybe indeed. You you just come out later and me me hugged up with Brody on the fucking on on on, <laughs> on the beanbag. <laughs> You'd be like, what? I let him in. I'm keeping an eye on him. Like, he's a, he's a funny dog. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's good value. He's good value. I'm talking good value. We might get into some value traps. Let's kill the first set. We've got a bit of fall and resist with regret, deprivation with replicating the seed, and forearm with peace in hate. Fuck yes. Strap yourselves in and get shorty. <laughs>
Back with Eden Evan, the Chaos Sauna, and we that was Regret by Fallen Resist, Replicating the Seed by Deprivation, and Peace in Hate by Forearm. <laughs> it, mind you, what I said before, that counts, man. It, this is actually quite pleasant tonight. This is good. It's yeah. nice just sitting back and chilling out. Oh, so what do you got planned for the upcoming weeks, man? Um, well, next, actually, this month isn't, but next month, pretty. Pretty gem packed because we've got fucking like download, yeah. Clint Bogue. Don't say it too loud. Um, <coughs> I can, uh, what's that? Um, <laughs> I've got Seven Dust. I decided to go to see Seven Dust. Oh, yeah, that's next week or something. Um, like 20, 26th of April or something in Sydney. It's a Friday oh, yeah. night. So I'm like, uh, last time was like midweek. And I went and saw him, but I, I fucking suffered at work the next day. But I'm like, no, you know what? I'll be in the, in the heart of the pit. And, um, yeah, hopefully um, they get some some good openers for them. Yep, we've got um th- the I got the Thrash Blast Grind Fest um, Did you tickets. Get tickets to that? I got tickets to that, so get, should be getting along to that. With has it sold out? It's not sold out, but they said there's about was twenty five percent tickets left. I was going to say because so, I think it's sold out in Melbourne already. Yeah, it's sold out in Melbourne, Adelaide, one other destination maybe New. I can't remember. What. I won't quote it because I'm not sure. But yeah, it de- I think it definitely will sell out. Um, oh, look, any chance to see Phil Anselmo? At the moment, he is absolutely firing on all cylinders. Yep. Um, when I saw him with Down and Allison Chains, that was a, rem- a marked improvement over when I saw him with Pantera at the Horton Pavilion. Yeah. Well, um, when I saw Down at um, Soundwave, Soundwave? W- walking past, it didn't sound too crash hot to me, but I, it was only... Walk past. Well, when I saw him at uh, when I saw him with Pantera, he was hundred percent like doped up to the to the girls. Yeah, I was. He, I was he, at that. I think. Oh yeah, the at the, the Horden. At the Horden. Yeah. yeah. Well, was, and that's any time that was you could like, have seen it. You're like, oh come on, Phil. Like For everybody else was was killing it. You know. Yeah. Um, but now when I saw him with Down, he was uh, focused. Um, he fucking cracked himself in the melon with the microphone, had blood pissing down his face, didn't give a fuck. Like, yep. 
he continued to headbang, blood's fucking flicking on the stage. Like, that was classic Anselmo. Um, and that was really what I wanted to see at that that Horton gig. So when I when I saw him and they played Lifer and fucking uh, Stone the Crow and all those classic tunes like uh, Ghost Along the Mississippi, um, it was uh, Witch Tripper, all those fucking great tunes from Down. It was good to see him be able to try and capture. I mean, he's obviously he's older, he's slowed down a little bit, but he was he was lucid and fucking more Philip H. Anselmo than what he ever was. Like back when I imagined seeing him. When I saw the broken and fucking five minutes alone videos and shit, when we saw him at the Horden, he was a shadow of that guy. Yeah, and it seems like he's kind of come three steps forward from from that point. Nice. You, so it should be a really good show. Yeah, and I think they've been playing some Pantera tunes. Yeah, I think Walk um, and a few others. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that should be a pretty good show. You've got King Parrot yeah, on that as well. Just get along, man. Get along. I have to find out what dates it's on. Uh, 30th of March. Okay. Oh, ooh, I think I'm in America. Oh, Because <laughs> it's, it's fucking hard to keep track of the mark because I've got, I've got a wedding in, I've got a wedding in the US. I fly it on the 15th. No, that's my cousin's wedding. So I fly it on the 15th. I've got a wedding in Las Vegas on the 19th. Yep. I fly back the following weekend. I have four days in Sydney. Then I go to Wollongong for another wedding. Then I have four weeks and I'm back to the US and then down to Mexico for another wedding. Far out, man. That's <laughs> uh, a lot of frequent fly miles right there. <laughs> it should be good. should be good. Yep. I, 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 my wife and I have been waiting for uh, someone to have an international wedding since we got married. We always kicked ourselves. We didn't do it. Go to somewhere like... Uh, I used to... Really, really random thing. I used to provide uh, support to um, an island resort in Vanuatu. Um, yeah. Around the time, or about the time we got married, and uh, if we'd done it there, it would have been a fraction of the cost. And the biggest concern was whether or not people would actually come. You know, we were 20, 22 and twenty three. I mean, um, it was it probably would have been kind of awkward, potentially asking our friends to go out overseas for the first time for some of them um, to to our wedding. And so we 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 like bit the bullet and had it here, but we figured, fuck, so we're getting older. I'm in my 30s now. So fuck, someone's got to have an overseas wedding. Like, just ask. Like, I'm happy to fucking fly wherever. Let's fucking do this, bitches. And, um, yeah, then we got two this year. So wow, that's... we're going to Vegas, which is a great place. And then La Paz, which is like the third highest fucking murder rate in Mexico or something crazy. But it's going to be mad because the fucking hotel's got its own airport. And it's like right on the beach. Looks fucking Oof. like pretty schmick. The, the wedding party's got the whole hotel booked out for like four days and it's like every every like meal is another thing for the wedding. Like it's a four-day wedding. It's just nice. crazy shit. So I'm looking forward to getting really blind and um, trying not to embarrass myself in front of some Americans. Just don't drink the water. Oh, man, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been there and done that in places like Fiji and uh, poor Bell got struck down in Bali. Um, my parents, both of them, because we're flying for the for the second wedding over, overseas. We're flying over with my parents. Uh, it's a close family family friend who's getting married, and uh, both my parents, when they went to their trip to India, both of them fucking got it while they were in India. American, it was the worst, you know, trying to travel on the bus while <laughs> while grossly ill um, is not a good time for anybody. Definitely, and you might just want to become the better man. <laughs> by Lord. By Lord, so we'll, we'll get into that. Or, or look at some blank hole staring by uh, Head Rush. Head mess. Um, oh, fuck, I can't, we, I can't, we, which we, can't um, see that man. <laughs> which we did promise last week, so I thought we'd... Um, oh, we would, we would um, Fulfill our promises. Fulfill our promises. And if we'll, you want to see them live, look it up. Rob, Rob the fucking badass, Rob Dartnell, he, uh, he recorded them live at the Parramatta... Um, Oh, fuck, was it the RSL? No, the, the Parramatta PCYC. Uh, PCYC from back in the day. And you'll see young Ev and young Birdo in there too if you squint. That's it. And um, Sucked In by Jerk. Oh, great band. That so, Charles from that band makes my guitars. He's a legend. Nice. Shout out to Charles. Oh, Ev, hit the tunes.
Alright, that was Better Man by Lord, Blank Hole Staring by Headmess, and Sucked In by Jerk. Nice little old school set there. Bit of a trip down memory it's lane, been, which is it's, always... It's been kind of fun this, this, this week. We've got a couple of old school songs. I'm liking Oh this. yeah, we've got, we got a bit more as well, so I think this is really... Even fucking Recoil and Switchblade. Fuck, and I remember the, you know, I remember I was there the night the guys from Recoil had their first show. Uh-huh. At... Um, Oh, what was it called back then? The Great Western Bar. It was an open mic night, and they all of the dudes were out in the car park, kind of fucking um, getting themselves psyched up. Normally, we played um, about 25, 30 minutes before they did. Yep. Um, and who else played that night? CJ was in. Ah, oh, fuck! What was his band? What was his band's name? Fuck! It was CJ from um, Die Artist Murder. Also played that same night. Yep. Um, I remember. Fuck! He was an intense dude. Just like amazing vocalist. Even back then, like he must have been about eighteen, at the oldest. Yep. Um, and they were just kicking loads of ass. It wasn't. It wasn't head. Um, uh, head hammer. Do you remember them? Do you remember that band no, from from Western Sydney? They they're infamous for <clears throat> at the bat and ball one year um, when we were playing with them early when they were really fucking young. They had a guitar player who was seventeen, and to get to the stage in the in the in the bat and ball on Cleveland Street in um, Surrey Hills. You had to enter through the gambling area, so he wasn't allowed to get there. Yep. So, in order to come up with an alternative, they fucking ran the guitar lead under the fire escape door, uh, <laughs> out onto the footpath, and he fucking strapped up and played guitar for their whole set on the footpath. It was fucking amazing. People driving past honking horns. He was fucking doing windmill headbanging and shit outside on the fucking footpath. Just like just shredding away, he could just hear his bandmates through the fucking door, um, <laughs> and he's just there outside. And it was one of the top five live moments I've ever seen in local music. He was fucking going off. Nice. At one point they were like, "Dude, can you play any of our songs?" I'm like, uh, "I guess." I'm like, "Why don't you just run the cable under that fucking gap?" No, like, <gasps> "Fuck yes!" So like, yeah, there he was out on the street. <laughs> just a funny cunt. He was using my Ute to. Um, <laughs> to change guitars and shit, I left the I left the back tray open, and it'll be like I was parked within I, I, I like within, within eye shot. So he was able to like quickly run across, grab the ne- grab the guitar for the for the next tuning, come back and just be like back to fucking playing again. Fuck, that was a good night. Oh, man, I missed that place. That was a great venue, great venue. Um, and sadly, they they took the stage out and put more pokies in. But at the time, man, it got a pretty good crowd. Well, and the whole place doesn't exist anymore. Right? <sighs> Or is it just built in around? It's just built built up to shit. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm aware, the pub's still there. Like yep. it would it would 100 percent be um, heritage listed, and it's so close to the stadium that it would fill up with people whenever anything live is on there. Yeah. Um, Sorry, yeah. Fuck. Don't worry about me. I'm thinking of something else, but yeah, okay, yeah. I, you're, not I know of, um, you're not thinking of the Empire or something like that in Annandale, or I'm thinking Lady um, Blacksland. So I'm on the other. Oh, the oh, Kilts no, Bar. Kilts That's Bar. Back. That's it. That's, That's fucking back. back, man. Nice. Um, they're playing music there again. I don't know who owns it now, but yeah, that that um, that was my first paid gig. That I was um, we played there opening for Birdo in Diosphere and um, the boys in Takata. And I forgot all the lyrics. Um, and I I I working out at the gym. I'd injured my arm, so my mate Jay was playing guitar for us, and it was just me up there by myself. And I just freestyle fucking death growled and I, and somehow I remembered all of the choruses so when we walked off stage no one knew that I had fucked up so I knew all I, I knew all the the temp like the 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 sing, like the death growl tempos and and the cues I had to hit and I was yeah. hitting them but it was just like just random shit about how fucking bad I felt because I'd forgotten all my lyrics <laughs> <laughs> and that went on for like 35 minutes before I walked up like that's fucking mad what a fucking bad cunt. You death growl like a champ. And I'm like, why, thank you. This is kind of awesome. Um, little did they know that I'd forgotten everything. Well, that- I guess if it <laughs> sounds similar, then... Oh, fuck, I shit myself. And all the dudes were like, oh, you did really good. I'm like, you have no fucking idea. Holy shit. And the next show there was with um, Diosphere and Tourette's. Um, once again, another great show, but... <sighs> They and that place used to fucking pull numbers. The, for some reason, people would travel up to Blacksland and the Kelts Bar 
would get Westy Headbangers up there. Yeah, um, quite a few gigs up there. Fuck right. yeah. yeah. Oh, um, what was the last show I played there? Side Effect X. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. To, I, was, I was just looking back through the fucking thing at time. That was the the side project from Chris Rand of uh, and the other boys from Segression. Yep. Um, when they kind of wanted to do their new metal thing, but didn't want to call it Segression. Um. So they played up there, and then and that, I think that was actually one of like yeah, that was hundred percent the last show we played at that at that venue. Um, wow, Jesus Christ! Fuck, I'm an old cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm an old cunt too. Well, we better get to beer of the week. Yeah, that's actually just a quick one. Really, it's um, my my brew. It's uh, my ginger. It's really tasty, actually. Ginger beer, but with a, with, hint a, with a twist of apple. With a twist of apple, I thought I'd throw some apple in there, and um, yeah. Not bad. I'll no, probably it tweak goes it. Down good, man. I might tweak it a little bit. I like. I like the fact there's a bit, a little bit of bite to it. I like really bitey ginger beer. Yep. I've been drinking the um, the four points one, which is uh, the Brookvale Union. Brookvale Union. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once again, like that because it's got bite. Yeah. Um, it's got bite, but still, that's quite still sweet. I I really like this. This is this is pretty sweet, but I really like the bite to it. Yeah. The apple kind of takes the edge off a little bit from the heat. Um, but I'm really into the fact that like there is some fucking burn going on, and it's it's pretty tastes fucking good. Like good offset between the apple flavor and the ginger flavor. Coloring's good. That sounds good, like critiquing it, critiquing it. But it, this like is it. kind of my jam. Like I, I, I got into a real phase where I've been drinking shitloads of this. I've been drinking stones. Um, uh, oh, ginger beer is definitely very refreshing on a hot day. So it's seriously. Ginger ale's good too. Um, mix that with some whiskey and shit. That's where I kind of started on this path. So yeah. I would, I would like work in the backyard for like on like forty degree day, for whatever, clean my pool or something, come inside and grab grab like a decent bottle of scotch and then throw some ginger ale in it. And it goes down real smooth. Yep. Um, of course, that was before I, I learned more about like how much of a heathen you are if you do that. But uh, nowadays, well, especially with expensive scotch, if you were doing that with expensive scotch, oh, that was and stuff like that. It just wasn't shit scotch, like yeah. a, like a, anything expensive. Like these days, I'm I've got a considerably more cultured palate. Yeah. Um, and at best, I put I put a, spl- a couple a couple of rocks of ice in, it and that's it. Just to take the uh, take the edge off. We um, get those chilled rocks. Well, you know that if you ask for scotch on the rocks in Scotland, they fuck with you. Like like it's 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 like a slap in the face to them. So they'll put, yeah, put fucking, some fucking rocks. They'll, in they they put like stone. They put like stones and shit in there. So they'll give you a drink, and there'll be like <laughs> some pebbles from outside. There's like fuck you, you know, like drink out like national beverages. We want to drink it straight, or uh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> there's heaps of horror stories of that sort of shit happening when people go to like these small country towns in Scotland. You know, they'll go out there and they'll order like a really nice, like a Glenfiddich or something, and then they they bring it out and there's fucking pebbles in it because of us were on the rocks and like there's your fucking stones, you know, like oh. Sorry for pissing you off. <laughs> in Australia, it's fucking hot. We have to drink it with cold. It's not not cold like it is here. So yeah, um, I've got a mate who who's who's um, a Scotch. What you call him? Scotch collector slash slash seller of like really unique bottles. Yep. And um, I'm trying to get him to take me along when Johnny Walker do the next thing, but he he. He has a rule when he goes to these Johnny Walker events. He has like a thousand bottles of scotch or something ridiculous. There's like a massive room in his house just oh, right. full of scotch. And uh, worth the fucking house. Oh, huge. He got two bottles of scotch delivered to him from Taiwan the other day at work, actually. We're funny about talking about Taiwan before. Um, and and he doesn't at these events, he doesn't drink anything under a thousand bucks a bottle. Because it's free, right? They walk around like with tasters. He goes, you're wasting your fucking time. They're giving away free thousand, like shots of thousand dollar scotch. Why, why would you settle for like a Johnny Walker Red? You know, like, no, 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 that's fine. Just move along, move along. I'll have that one, thank you. Yes. Yeah, bring that one over. Yeah, come here. Yeah, thank you. Um, and thankfully, because he's pretty well known, he, he kind of gets away with like just drinking nothing but that shit. But people are buying like $40,000 bottles of scotch and stuff. Like, I wouldn't even have thought that exists. But he says like, yeah, at the nights, like he'll, he'll, his collections are largely sort of 300 to like two or 3,000 bucks. 
But there are people who walk away with like, yeah, forty thousand dollar bottles of scotch with the intention of drinking that shit. Like, there's, there's a, there's a, a real weird disconnection of, of wealth to that we just don't, we just don't see. Oh, true, true. Um, but yeah, he's like fucking. So crazy. cringe is just even buying a hundred and fifty dollar fucking bottle oh, yeah. of it, and it's just a that's an entry level. Well, well not I, even um, the entry level to those guys. Shit. I tell you that there's, there's some really good bottles that you can buy that actually make really good investments. Yeah. Um, like like I when my nieces were born, I bought both of them the Johnny Walker. Uh, Chinese New Year um, bottles, and so Johnny Walker do a do a special edition blue every year for the Chinese New Year, um, and within six months those bottles are worth two grand. Wow. So long as they're unopened and you store them properly, they 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 escalate in value real quick. So some of them some of them aren't worth shit. Like the White Walker Scotch is just Johnny Walker red in a fancy bottle. Yeah, but the Johnny Walker blue special editions, um, like they I had to. I, I had to bring these cityscapes back from Hong Kong and Singapore for him. They cost me 800 bucks. Um, a full set of them, the price was just a fucking mint. So he'd, he'd gone to Mumbai, New York, San Francisco, um, and gotten all these bottles. And he had me go to Hong, when I went to Hong Kong and Singapore, he made me, he got me to bring two, two back for him. One from each, like two from each location. Um, so yeah, two full sets, and somehow he managed to get his hands on every number number two. So he had a full set of number twos. So from the, from the batch of a hundred or whatever they were, he had a full set of the same number, and that was worth even more money. Craziness, <laughs> absolutely craziness. But when he gets pissed, it's like the most expensive drink, like drinks night you'll ever have. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> fucking amazing. Sounds almost like a fucking acid lace fiasco, if you oh, ask me. Oh man, you nailed that shit. Definitely, and we've um, days end. by day's end, we've got a bit of switchblade with reflective curse. I love and, those guys. Uh, our last enemy with decoy. Ooh, hit the tunes. <laughs>
And we're back. That was my boys in Dayzan with Acid Lace Fiasco. Uh, Andrew and the Mad Crew from Switchblade with Reflective Curse. Our last enemy with Decoy. And um, it's probably time to do some housekeeping, Ev. It is time to do some housekeeping and get the hell out of here. Um, the, and you get actually, you, you are you going to sleep in the corner or? Oh, we'll work that out after the show, mate. I might need a cuddle first. Yeah, Brody's ready. Brody's always <laughs> ready for a cuddle. But um, look, guys, um, just we've got our new um, improved website, yep. um, vocproductions.net, and that's got pretty much anything to do with Voice of Chaos, Heart of the Pit, Edge, all that. Go there, one central hub. It's got links to our Instagrams. It's got links to our Facebook. So just get on there and um, give it a twirl. Yep, and uh, share it with your friends. Ev, where can people find you? Oh, my big guru. Yes. Aussie big guru, um, all one word on Instagram. And if you're looking to contact me, it's edso one E-D-E-S-0-1 on Twitter and Instagram. Um, reach out to me, talk MMA. I talk fucking all kinds of crazy shit. So, yep. If you listen to this show enough, you know he talks about <laughs> all sorts of tasty and um, unique situations. Fuck yes. So, guys, this has been um, the heart of the pit for another week. This is Ev out. This is Eads out. And uh, see you in the pit. While we seem to recoil this winter. Ev <laughs> out again. Eads out again. Just that